أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا مولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد الحمد لله we've reached this uh, Mubarak uh, 13th night of Ramadan May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Give us from its nur and from its blessings and make us from the utaqa of this night. Ameen. I wanted to go back to a book that we read more frequently from in years past. Hazrat Sheikh Zakaria rahimahullah ta'ala's Tadhkira Mashaykh Chisht. And uh, go back to the beginning of the book. And this is something, if you read the Kashful Mahjub of the uh, Sheikh Uthman, uh, 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 Ali bin Uthman Hajweri Al-Mulaqabidata uh, Ganj Bakhsh If you read his book Which was the book that we first I think started uh, these nightly readings from And it's one of the early books Written uh, on the topic uh, Of Tasawwuf uh, As a strict discipline We see that uh, It's very plain and very clear from reading that book and from other early books like uh, uh, the Risala Qushayriya that Tasawwuf is a unique and special gift and fruit of the uh, the deen of Islam in general and in specific the methodology of the Ahl sunnah al-Jama'ah that the early Sufis were Sunnis they were people who kept the Sunni creed they were people of the Sunnah and of the Jama'ah they uh, endorsed the idea that the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was the um, authorized and official uh, entity that spoke on behalf of Allah Ta'ala uh, in this ummah and that the companions of the Allah Ta'ala on whom were the official representatives of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam to this ummah, meaning the way they interpreted the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the uh, authoritative interpretation and the way that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam represented Allah Ta'ala was the correct representation of what Allah's uh, d- commandments and prohibitions and uh, uh, desire from the creation. Uh, it's a c- correct representation of, of that. And uh, then thereafter, you see this entire uh, blossoming of different academic, intellectual, and spiritual disciplines, uh, like the uh, discipline of hadith, which again, uh, people try to play catch up and copy uh, later on from the Ahl Sunnah, but the Ahl Sunnah were the ones who uh, formulated the system to preserve the teachings of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and uh, like the uh, methodology of the qiraat, uh, whether they be seven or ten or the shawad, again it's a unique fruit of the uh, preservation of the Book of Allah Taala from the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, um, whether it be uh, the madhahib of fiqh. Again, uh, there's hardly any heterodox group that can speak about fiqh except for they have to talk about it through the framework. Uh, of the madhahib of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, uh, whether they be the four madhahib that survive in our extent to us to this day, or the other madhahib of the Sunni ulama uh, of yore. Um, and just like that, uh, tasawwuf is a unique gift of the Sunni aqidah. Now, because the brand is successful, you have a number of coffee cats and uh, r- ripoffs. So, uh, you know, just like uh, perhaps when we were younger, we went to the swap meet. 
and bought a set of uh, uh, what looked like Oakleys, but really were Jokeleys, or uh, maybe uh, bought a Gucci bag from, uh, you know, a park in a questionable part of uh, Los Angeles County, um, Linwood or Compton, uh, uh, or something like that, uh, at somewhat of a significant uh, discount to what one would expect to pay for such things, and perhaps the quality of said uh, purchases was not very high, uh, uh, nor would they uh, stand the uh, light of day. A person only buys cheap quality goods with the nice name on it. Why? Because the name was already built by somebody else. The brand was built by somebody else. Afterward, theft, plagiarism, misappropriation, and uh, uh, just downright deception um, seems to be the only route toward viability uh, for those who have nothing original or nothing of quality uh, to put forth for themselves. So we see a number of jokers afterward will uh, violate the uh, 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 methodology and the understanding and the practice of the Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah while uh, still uh, trying to claim that they somehow represent the Soa for the Sufis. And, um, you know, it's basically the spiritual equivalent of, uh, you know, those questionable people selling uh, jokelis at the at the swap meet or at the flea market or uh, selling a, a Gucci bag for fifteen dollars uh, in a uh, in a park in, in in Linwood. It's not really it's not really what it claims to be, nor is it really what it purports to be. And in the light of any authority, um, it would get shut down. One of the foundational and most important, if not practically the most important uh, link between uh, a person and their deen, according to the Ahl-Sunnah al-Jama'ah, is the uh, connection with the companions, radiallahu ta'ala anhum. Because if a person doesn't have con- connection with the companions, radiallahu ta'ala anhum, uh, they have no connection with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And uh, by the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam's own declaration, uh, the companions, radiallahu anhum, were the most Mubarak generation of this ummah. And uh, from amongst the companions, uh, the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ clearly indicates that the most uh, mubarak of uh, the companions, anhum, in terms of what we're going to get from them, uh, from our deen, are the Khulafa uh, Rashidun and Mahdiyun. And all of them, there's khair in them, all of them, there's barakah in them, anhum ajma'in. may Allah Ta'ala be pleased with them. Uh, and so, uh, Hazrat Shaykh uh, Zakaria, rahimahullah ta'ala, Shaykh al-Hadith, may Allah ta'ala reward him and raise his rank. He arranged his book, this Tazkira Mashayikh Chisht, according to this kind of Sunni outlay, that the actual uh, Shaykh of the Tariqah uh, toward Allah ta'ala is the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa and then he names who his Khulafa are. His Khulafa Rashidun. And the difference between the Khulafa and the Tariqah of later times and the Khulafa of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Alaykum Bisunnati Khulafa Wal Khulafa Rashidin Al Mahdiyin Khudu Biha Wa Adhu Alayha Bin Nawajith That you're responsible to hold fast to my Sunnah and the Sunnah of my rightly guided uh, um, uh, successors. Uh, hold fast to it and bite onto it with your molar teeth. That those khulafa of the Prophet ﷺ were not only his successors in the tariq, meaning they were 
authorized by the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to uh, bring people into the spiritual path, uh, but they were also authorized by the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to teach the Quran, to teach the Hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to teach the Sharia, uh, to rule over the Ummah in their temporal matters, uh, and in all ways uh, that a Nabi can give Khilafa, uh, they received that uh, Khilafa uh, in all ways that a Nabi can give Khilafa. Meaning what? That they didn't perform the prophetic functions of Nabuwa that are special to the Prophet ﷺ, namely receiving revelation. And even then the Messenger of Allah ﷺ, it's narrated that he said, لو كان نبياً بعد لكان عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه that the Prophet ﷺ said that if there was to be a Nabi after me, it would have been Umar. Uh, as if to indicate that the capacity was there in him. May Allah Ta'ala be pleased with him. And then, بِالطَّرِيقْ أَوْلَى That uh, it was known that the maqam of Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu was higher than that of uh, uh, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu. And so that means that he prepared a number of people that were they tested by Allah Ta'ala with having to carry the burdens of revelation, they would have they would have been able to. However, the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the seal of the Prophets, the Khatimun Nabiyyin. There's no Nabi that comes after him with Khatimun Nabiyyin, the one who finishes prophethood uh, and it finishes with him and it doesn't, uh, 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 it doesn't uh, it, it go to anybody else after him. And so this is an interesting, uh, you know, this is an interesting issue in the uh, Aqidah and the Creed of the Ahlul Sunnah al Jama'ah is that first of all, we don't believe that the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam nor the Anbiya Alayhi Salatu are dead in that sense. Rather, the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam maintains a link with this Ummah uh, and that link is manifests itself in a number of ways in the Zahir through uh, intellectual and practical uh, means through the connection to uh, his city through the connection to his family, etc. But even in the spiritual world, that connection is alive and well. That the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that uh, there are uh, um, forty-six different branches of prophethood. All of them are, will be closed with me, except for the true dream that a, a righteous person of this ummah sees. And that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam also mentioned that whoever sees me in a dream has truly seen me, because Shaitan cannot take my form. Uh, the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that whoever sends Salat and Salam upon me, that uh, whenever that happens, Allah returns my spirit to me and I respond to that Salat and Salam myself. And so this is, this is I mean, this is important, right? Both of those things, both seeing the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in a dream and the response of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when you make Salat and Salam, both of these are living uh, living connections with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And, you know, to understand, you know, just to digress for a moment, to understand what the point of the Salat and Salam on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which I think a lot of people miss when they're not really engrossed in deen or they don't sit with the people of dhikr or with the people of ilm. The point of saying Salat and Salam of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is not that you worship him. The point of it is, that you make two relationships with it. One is your relationship with Allah Ta'ala because Allah Ta'ala himself right, says in his book, he says, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ أَبَا أَحَدٍ مِنْ رِجَالِكُمْ وَلَكِ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ وَخَاتِمًا نَبِيِّينَ 
that the Khatim al Nabiina that he that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is not the father of any of your men. Rather, he is the messenger of Allah and the seal of the prophets. And so by validating the messenger, you validate the message. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Inna allahu malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Indeed, Allah Ta'ala and his angels, they send, invoke and send praises on the nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah Ta'ala by sending the blessings and the angels by uh, uh, seeking and invoking those blessings. O you who believe. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Invoke those blessings upon him and send salam to him uh, 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 emphatically. And so it's a commandment of Allah Ta'ala and it's a very reasonable commandment of Allah Ta'ala. Why? Because by validating the messenger, you're validating the message. By accepting the messenger, it's a rational necessity that you have to validate the messenger in order to validate the message without validating the messenger, you have no connection to the message whatsoever. So that's something that people forget is that the Salat and Salam of the Prophet ﷺ is a dhikr of Allah. And in fact, a majority of the siyah, the expressions of Salat and Salam and the most superior ones are what? Allahumma. They're addressed to not the Prophet ﷺ, but they're addressed, addressed to Allah. Oh Allah, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammadin kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim innaka Hamidun Majid Allahumma barik ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammadin kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim innaka Hamidun Majid Oh Allah, uh, send blessings down upon Muhammadin on the folk of Muhammad which means his family sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but in a narration it also comes that Alu Muhammadin kullu taqiyan and it's possible that both of these meanings are true and that there's a, a khususiyah with the family of the Prophet ﷺ that especially means them. And there's a umumiyah that Alu Muhammadin kullu taqiyin that the people of Muhammad ﷺ is everyone who fears Allah Ta'ala. And it's interesting because uh, some of those who claim that they are the lovers of the Ahlul Bayt of the Prophet ﷺ and Allah is witness to the hypocrisy of their claim. They say, oh, look at this, the Sunnis are, you know, making up a hadith in order to, uh, in order to you know, decrease the, the rank of the family of the Prophet ﷺ, saying that Al-Muhammad is not the family of the Prophet ﷺ. That's not what we're saying. Al-Muhammad is the family of the Prophet ﷺ. However, this is a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. You cannot ignore a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ in order to show your love for him or for his family ﷺ, first of all. Second of all, Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala Himself in His book, He says, That He uses this expression, the Al of Fir'aun. What does that mean, Fir'aun's family? No, it means those who are with Him, those who are on the same page as Him, those who are on the same mission as Him, those who assisted Him in His, in his work. And so this is something, it's also a very weak linguistical argument. At any rate, the Salat and Salam and the Prophet ﷺ, this most superior form of it is the one that we say in the Salam in the, in the Salat, what we refer to as the Salat Ibrahimiyyah or Durud Ibrahimi, which is Allah, oh Allah, send blessings down on Muhammad and on Muhammad's folk, والسلام, just like you sent blessing down on, blessings down on Ibrahim and on his folk, the Anbiya of Banu Israel and Sayyidina Ismail السلام, and the building of the Kaaba and all of these things. Innaka Hamidun Majid, and indeed you're the uh, most intensely praised and you're uh, the most magnificent. 
Allahumma barik ala Muhammad. You address it to Allah Ta'ala, O oh Allah, send barakah and blessings down on Muhammad and on the folk of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, just like you sent down blessings on Ibrahim and on the folk of Ibrahim Alayhi Wasallam, innaka hamidun majid. It's a connection with Allah Ta'ala and it's a connection with the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So for a person who understands the, this uh, science of uh, tasawwuf, of how a person uh, uh, increases in their rank, it should be very clear why the Salat and Salam of the Prophet ﷺ is a really important dhikr that a person should do, uh, uh, and that, that a person needs to do in order to uh, achieve any sort of rank and attain any sort of rank in the deen. Uh, and indeed, uh, uh, the Rasul ﷺ himself uh, uh, emphasized this in a hadith narrated uh, in a number of books and that's very easily found in the Riyadh al-Salihin. It's not a hadith in which there's a whole lot of serious discussion about its authenticity. Uh, uh, that uh, a companion asked that should I not, uh, should I not make all of my, all of my uh, uh, devotion, all of my optional devotion, sending Salat and Salam upon you. And the Prophet wasallam. He not only endorsed this idea, but he mentioned a number of benefits for, uh, uh, for the one who does such an idea that Allah Ta'ala will through it take care of all of your worries and concerns and your anxieties and etc. He mentions a number of things. So the connection with the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Khatm Nabu of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is understood through that idea that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam isn't dead because if the Nubuwa was finished and it's over and it's gone, then mankind is again left without guidance, which is not true. Not in the vahir, not in the, in the external realm, nor in the batin, nor in the spiritual realm. And like that, the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his khulafa, they, they, they come to us and they reach us in an unbroken chain. So just like in the vahir, in the, in the apparent and the extrinsic uh, branches of knowledge, we narrate every hadith from a companion, anhum, and if not from them, there are, there are mursal hadiths that are narrated by, by tabi'een, by the generation after the companions. Those hadiths are only ratified or considered to be authentic and beneficial when the understanding is that they're narrated by those tabi'een, those successors who narrate it not only from one companion who is trustworthy and reliable, but oftentimes several of them. And the only reason that's accepted is what? Is because it becomes something like common knowledge that you don't need to quote who you heard it from because all of that generation heard it from those companions anhum. So if you want to be in the tariqah that is the tariqah to Allah Ta'ala and the tariqah of uh, uh, the shaykh of whom is still the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and in the, uh, in the spiritual realm who still Allah Ta'ala uses him as the instrument of the guidance of people both through the outward realm, the vahiri realm, and through the inward realm, that people have connection to him sallallahu alayhi wasallam, then you have to do it through these companions radiallahu anhum, and you have to do it through these khulafa rashidun. So it's very beautiful that Hazrat Shaykh, uh, he mentions the khulafa rashidun in his, uh, his tazkirah mashayikh chisht as mashayikh of the tariqah because they are mashayikh of the tariqah. And this goes in stark, in stark contrast to uh, those hucksters and those fakers and those jokers and those freestylers who are trying to rip off the copyright of Islam and rip off the copyright of the Ahl Sunnah and trying to rip off the copyright of the uh, the tariqah, the great tariqah uh, of the Sufis 
uh, that were on guidance, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, raise their rank and may Allah ta'ala sanctify their, their souls, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, make them the pride and the joy uh, uh, of uh, the, the, the righteous of His creation on the Day of Judgment. That those people who are like, yeah, well, you know, I'm more of a Sufi Muslim. We, we don't believe in rules, but we believe more in like being a good person. All those jokers, this flies in the face of their, their, uh, their mockery. You know, all those people like, you know, who post like fake Rumi quotes or uh, post pictures of like musicians or of, uh, uh, you know, entertainers who, um, you know, post again fake quotes or quotes outside of context or try to make the soul into some sort of like Persian cultural movement, which it absolutely was not. It absolutely was not. We're the Persian speakers, some of the most prolific of Sufis, absolutely. But their goal was not to write Persian poetry. Rather, when you're beautiful, everything about you is beautiful. And they were people who loved Allah and Allah loved them, inshallah. And so if they wrote poetry in their native tongue, of course, it's going to be drenched in the mahabba and the ma'rifah of Allah Ta'ala. Uh, and it's going to be drenched in that beauty. Uh, but that's not the reason for it. And if a person ever loses track of that, that the beauty of every one of the poets, of every Rumi and of every Jami and of every Hafiz and Saadi, the, the, the beauty of the Munshideen that, you know, sing the praise of the Prophet wasallam in Morocco and in Egypt and in uh, Tunis and in uh, Sudan and in the Indian subcontinent in Indonesia and Central Asia and every other uh, place the beautiful buildings of, uh, of 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 the architecture of Islam and the beautiful beauty of the calligraphy of the calligraphers and the, you know just all of these beautiful things that our civilization produced all of them if you sum them up and you see more beauty in any of them more beauty in any of them the one Mubarak hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam you've missed the plot you you're on a different you're on a different tariqa going somewhere else. If you see more beauty in any of them than one ayah of the book of Allah Ta'ala, then you have missed the plot in a really severe and a really major way. And uh, uh, Allah guide us all. Allah Ta'ala guide us all. And yeah, I guess pretty things and shiny things, uh, they distract monkeys like you and me. But uh, we have to keep it together. Allah Ta'ala gave us a, a mind and a heart uh, through which we can discern a beauty that's greater than that of form, which is a beauty of meaning. And uh, that, that beauty was there when the Prophet ﷺ was crouching in the uh, what you can't even call as a cave. It was such a small place, uh, crouching in that small space in the side of the Jabal Thawr. Um, when he said to his companions, Siddiq anhu, the first Khalifa of the Prophet وسلم, in this tariq, um, don't, don't grieve. Allah is with us. Allah is with us. If you don't see more beauty in that small amount of space where they didn't even have the room to crouch while Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq was getting bit by scorpions. Um, if you see, if you don't see the beauty all in there, more pure and more unadulterated, more undrenched and more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that if it were to be visited in, in 1% or in a percent of a percent on any normal heart, a person, it would overwhelm them to the point of death. That even the greatest of the awliya, if that were just a drop of that ocean were to be dropped on them, that they would lose their, lose their mind. They would dance in ecstasy. Only Allah created very few from his creation who would be able to... Um, 
to to envelop and to carry uh, uh, the ecstatic state of that beauty inside of their heart without breaking apart and without ripping to pieces like uh, uh, you know the the heat of a sun uh, bursting out from uh, uh, from 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 just a physical human heart. Um, you know, if you're not able to see that and you're not able to understand that, if you're not able to believe believe that and bring the iman in that, if you're not able to conceptualize that, if you're not able to even imagine that, then you've lost the plot. May Allah Ta'ala help us. And yes, I agree, calligraphy is really beautiful and like buildings are nice and, you know, uh, poetry and stuff is pretty cool too. But uh, uh, if you don't see that that's the, the secret ingredient, ingredient that made all of those things beautiful, then then it's time to think about it a little bit more, to get together and think about it a little bit more. So it seems that, uh, mashallah, in my own excited state and in my own uh, uh, exuberant state, I have uh, wrapped uh, too long of an introduction uh, in order to uh, meaningfully read from the book. And mashallah, the last couple of majalis have gone over time anyway. So I think this is a, a good time to leave off. Um, inshallah, one of the things I want to remind everybody, because some people have a sheikh, some people don't have a sheikh, some people are looking for a sheikh, some people, it's not practical for them right now. Uh, you don't need to be a khalifa or a sheikh or a, a big murid or have a huge topi or a three foot long beard um, in order to know that you should have some uh, amount of salat and salam on the Prophet وسلم, as your daily wird, as your daily, uh, as your daily prescription of recitation and dua and dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you should do it as a remembrance of Allah ta'ala and you should fill your heart with thankfulness and with gratitude to Allah Ta'ala for sending this greatest of uh, created blessings that he sent in the person of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam both in his uh, life and after he passed from this world that you should have that present in your uh, heart when saying it and that you should also uh, you should also feel the joy that the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he's responding to your Salat and Salam uh, uh, that when you meet each other, you already have known each other. When you visit Medina Munawwara, when you say the Salat and Salam, when you emulate the uh, beautiful Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ inwardly by f- treating people in a good way and doing good by people, in fact, doing the best by people, doing by people better than you would like them to do by you, and by forgiving them for their shortcomings and being patient with them and always making dua for them, whether you like them or you don't, or whether they grade on you or whether they make you happy. Uh, and also the other sunnahs, the outward sunnahs of the Prophet ﷺ, the brothers by keeping a beard and the sisters by keeping their haya and uh, uh, by you know sending food to your neighbors' houses, whether they're Muslims or not, and checking checking up on them, uh, especially when they're old and they're sick, and by, uh, uh, you know, giving a word of condolences to a person who's going through difficulty, and all of these other sunan that you can, you know, read and learn about, inshallah, in the in the majalis of hadith that the fake Sufis all say is dry, uh, but it actually are uh, those high doses, those high doses, the prescription level doses of uh, of this nur that uh, uh, that need to be meted out by a, a, a true doctor, uh, and that shouldn't be just uh, flung about uh, by 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 fakers and by jokers, by freestylers, and by uh, uh, you know the type of fake doctors that we have back home that just open their 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 quackery clinics and they re- reuse syringes and whatnot. Um, that uh, you know, inshallah, you can make it to those majalis as well, but that you have all of this fervent and exuberant and 
happy and thankful and grateful feeling inside your heart that that Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is saying wa alaykum assalam to you and that when you say salat on the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that Allah ta'ala who sent him is sending that same blessing down back on you 10 times lord knows we need it so badly lord knows we need it so badly we need the salam of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and we need those 10 salawat back from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala very desperately that go ahead inshallah if you can't do 100 you know if you can't take your subha and do 100 then do uh, you know whatever 70 or do whatever number you can if you can't do anything else just do it 10 times if you can't do anything else just remember from time to time and do once this is my weird uh, I'm I, I'm in the junior Salik team. On the, I'm on the I'm on the am, amateur team, but be on the team. You know, don't just completely uh, lose out uh, from it. Uh, and repeat with me: Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. Inna kahmidun majid. Allahumma barak ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. Inna kahmidun majid. It takes a long time. It's cumbersome to get around the the sibha and say it a hundred times when you're not accustomed to it. But once you have it sit inside of your heart. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka Hamidun Majid Allahumma barik ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka Hamidun Majid Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka Hamidun Majid Allahumma barik ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka Hamidun Majid Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka Hamidun Majid اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد. By the barakah and the tawfiq, even if you're a, a, a completely slack jawed and slack tongued person like myself, one day it will click and you'll get through the entire tasbih and you'll do so with shok, with longing. Uh, and uh, it won't be a burden anymore. It won't be a burden anymore. Allah Ta'ala accept from all of us. Wassallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.